Okay, chief, he said. I know who you mean. Stay right here. He knocked twice on the door, his eyes still on me, and it opened a crack. He went in. Light flooded out onto the dock and I caught a glimpse of a slim girl lifting a tray of drinks from a bar and another guard in another black sport coat glowering at me before the door closed. When it opened, Light didn't come booming out again. There was no room for it. Not around Will Willard. Willard was one of the largest men I'd ever known. It wasn't just his height or weight. He was massive, like a granite block from a quarry, cut to man shape and set loose. Get in here, he said. His voice had come from the same pit, pieces smashed to gravel and turned over and over in a concrete mixer. I followed him into the bright interior of the warehouse, the light provided by dozens of work lamps and the occasional tiki torch. Half a dozen circular tables covered in green felt were set up around the broad room. Six or eight men sat at each, playing cards. Each table had a dealer and a wooden shoe from which the dealers swept cards across the felt. All of the dealers were female, dressed in black blouses and short black skirts. All of them looked attractive from where I was standing. If it wasn't for the warehouse setting, it could have been the back room at any tribal casino in the state. Nice setup, I said. Portable, Willard said. It all fits into a moving van. I wondered if he counted the hot dealers as part of that truckload. This a regular thing for you? Regular enough. Enough to mean he didn't have to set up other jobs, I guess. Willard was in the same line of work as my grandfather had been. They had been partners on occasion. Burglaries, robbery, whatever paid. With his giant size, Willard was way too memorable to work up front, but he could handle a steering wheel or a welding torch better than most. Reliable. And a bigger brain than anyone would expect behind that Cro-Magnon brow. Is it yours? I said. Willard didn't reply. I waited, watching the tables. The card games were simple, blackjack or Texas or variations of stud. The players were all male and all under thirty. An even assortment of white and Asian and Indian, outfitted in Seattle hip, laser-straight blue jeans and thick boots and plaid button-downs and logo t-shirts too expensive to look new. I guessed them for the sons of tech movers and venture capital shakers. Or maybe they were rising stars themselves. Every once in a while, one of them would glance over at Willard. He had that effect. I recognized one player, Ruben Kuznetsov. He hadn't spotted me yet. If I was lucky, he would stay focused on his cards. It's a partnership, Willard said finally. I take it on the road, kick a little up to whoever has the territory. Everybody wins. Way cool crowd. He exhaled slowly. It is what it is. Kids sick of online poker want a taste of the real thing. And an underground game staffed by thugs and dealt by babes would make a hell of a lot cooler story for them than driving out to the Indian reservations to join the Blue Hares. Judging by the cars outside, I put the buy-in somewhere in the low five figures, with a third of it going to the house for the privilege. You're using a jammer, I said, stating the obvious. No way any of this was winding up on some geek's Twitter feed. Willard almost sighed. It's not enough. We have to put all the gadgets into a box just to keep the idiots from snapping pictures. It's like taking away a hype's syringe. So why am I seeing all this glory, I said. 
Willard walked slowly around to the back of the room. I followed him to the small bar. It was a real bar, with sinks and soda guns, with the whole thing on casters for easy transport. A petite girl with a waist-length fall of dark brown hair stood behind it. She gave us both a big smile. You won? Willard said to me. If you mean a drink, I'll take whiskey. Neat. You got a brand, handsome? asked the bartender. Anything Irish, I said. Faithful to your roots, said Willard. Dono would have enjoyed this. I nodded at the room. The bartender poured us both two fingers of Jameson 12 in crystal lowball glasses. Posh. Here's to him, said Willard. I miss the son of a bitch. We drank. I was enjoying the first icy touch of air in my throat chasing the liquor when someone put a hand on my shoulder. I know this fucking face, said Reuben Kay. Well...